Hi, Steve here. This might be the most important video I've ever done. So listen and understand from the title of this video that this is the one thing most people don't understand, but they better, it's really important. And hopefully by the end of this video, if you didn't, you finally will. Temperatures are rising, but they're not the only thing rising. Gasoline prices, food prices, tensions throughout society, global conflicts, supply chain breakdowns, you name it, you see it on the news. Experts say the looming global food crisis will be worse than any year since World War II. What should you do? Go to preparewiththinkaboutit.com and get your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply while you still can. My Patriot Supply is America's largest preparedness company with millions of satisfied customers. Their food lasts for up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it will be there. Act quickly and save $150 on a three-month emergency food kit. These kits provide breakfasts, lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks, totaling over 2,000 calories a day. You won't go hungry when you have this emergency food. So go to preparewiththinkaboutit.com and save $150 on your three-month food kit. That's preparewiththinkaboutit.com. Get your family's emergency food while there's still time. Go to preparewiththinkaboutit.com. The first problem we all have is that we've decided in our own minds what kind of people we are. We tell ourselves, I'm not a bad person because I've never done some of these things that I know are wrong. But I want to say something now, and I really hope you understand that this is the reality of why it really doesn't matter what you think of yourself as far as being a good or a bad person. Because it's the Creator, God Himself, that has set His standard as the only standard for you to be looked at by Him as good or bad. And it really doesn't matter what your opinion is of anyone else, including you. And the lies of this world and the lies from religions will cause many people to die in their sin, thinking they were good people. It really only matters what God says about anything. And don't kid yourself by believing anything else. We as human beings living on this earth try and make sense of things by what we see and how we can reason. And sometimes when we can't reason, our thinking is all messed up. The bottom line is, what does God base the standard on? The Apostle Paul laid it out in the fifth chapter of the book of Romans. And I recommend you read that whole chapter chapter 5 over and over until you finally understand. But here's what he said. Therefore, just as sin entered the world through one man and death through sin, in this way death spread to all people because all sinned. In fact, sin was in the world before the law. But sin is not charged to a person's account when there is no law. Nevertheless, Death reigned from Adam to Moses, even over those who did not sin in the likeness of Adam's transgression. He is a type of the coming one. But the gift is not like the trespass. For if by one man's trespass the many died, how much more have the grace of God and the gift which comes through the grace of the one man Jesus Christ overflowed to the many. And the gift is not like the one man's sin, because from one sin came the judgment, resulting in condemnation. But from many trespasses came the gift, 
resulting in justification. If by the one man's trespass, death reigned through that one man, how much more will those who receive the overflow of grace and the gift of righteousness reign in life through the one man, Jesus Christ? So then, as through one trespass, there is condemnation for everyone, so also through one righteous act, there is justification leading to life for everyone. For just as through one man's disobedience, the many were made sinners, so also through the one man's obedience, the many will be made righteous. The law came along to multiply the trespass, but where sin multiplied, grace multiplied even more. So that just as sin reigned in death, so also grace will reign through righteousness, resulting in eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. I hear people say, well, if there really is a God, then why does he allow all this evil? Well, let's look at what Jesus said. The kingdom of heaven may be compared to a man who sowed good seed in his field, but while people were sleeping, his enemy came, sowed weeds among the wheat, and left. When the plants sprouted and produced grain, then the weeds also appeared. The landowner's servants came to him and said, Master, didn't you sow good seed in your field? Where did the weeds come from? An enemy did this, he told them. So do you want us to go out and pull them up? He said, no. When you pull up the weeds, you might also uproot the wheat with them. Let both grow together until the harvest. At harvest time, I'll tell the reapers, gather the weeds first and tie them in bundles to burn them, but collect the wheat in my barn. Understand this, God is going to allow this world and its time to play out to the very end when he has said all things will be completed. Before I go further, I wanna make this simple point that someone had argued before that God's going to remove all the wicked of the earth first based on the order of this parable. But that's not the case. Remember, this is a parable. If we go to Mark's gospel, you'll clearly see in chapter 13, he's talking about the tribulation of the last three and a half years before he returns. And he said, but in those days after that tribulation, the sun will be darkened and the moon will not shed its light. The stars will be falling from the sky and the powers in the heavens will be shaken. Then they will see the Son of Man coming in clouds with great power and glory. He will send out the angels and gather his elect from the four winds, from the ends of the earth to the ends of heaven. Do you mean to tell me that the tares haven't been gathered and burned yet? Exactly. The Apostle Paul made it as clear as possible when he wrote to the Romans, and this is what he said, there is no one who understands, there is no one who seeks God, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. For God has imprisoned all in disobedience so that he may have mercy on all. What are you talking about, Steve? What about a baby? A baby that's born and doesn't understand anything yet. How can he be sinning? If you know the character of God, you know that in the eternal sense, he always distinguishes between the innocent and the guilty. And as many scriptures show to him, children are innocent. God said through the prophet Jeremiah, look, the days are coming. This is the Lord's declaration when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah. He did that when he sent his only son to earth. Even most of Israel has not understood that their Messiah has already come to earth. So they're still looking for him. 
That's why the Antichrist will be first received by Israel. But Paul said, since they are ignorant of the righteousness of God and attempted to establish their own righteousness, they have not submitted to God's righteousness. He truly is the God of love, but he's also a righteous and just God. And if you need more proof, read the book of Revelation and you'll see that no sinner will ever enter into the kingdom of heaven, but only those who have turned from sin and put their faith and trust in Jesus Christ will be saved. I leave a link in the description box below that you can click on. It'll take you to a page with a very simple prayer. If you'd like to receive Jesus as your Lord and your Savior, I encourage you to do that if you haven't already. Think about it. 